Hello and welcome to With This Book We Can. I'm Lynette Barker. And I'm Kerry Gittins. We are teacher librarians passionate about literature and how to bring stories to life in the classroom. We acknowledge the First Peoples of Australia as the first storytellers. Your stories and experiences are the heart of this country. In particular, we acknowledge the Awabakal people, the traditional owners of the land on which we are recording today. And now, Lynette, you've got a great book today. I do. It's a CBCA-nominated book this year for New Illustrator. It's written by Jessica Dietman and the illustrator is Jake A. Minton and it's called There's No Such Book. And I have read this to the children and they were uh, captivated by it, loved it. So it's the night before the book parade and Ellie needs a costume. She and mum raid their home but all mum's suggestions fall flat. Ellie heads to bed with only mum's promise that she'll find something somehow. Sometimes finding the right costume means creating a whole new book. And who hasn't been in this position to create a costume the night before it's due? Absolutely. Now, normally we talk a lot about the book and then we give some suggestions on how to link it to curriculum and the information fluency. But we're going to jump straight into that because the style of the book and the plot led us straight into creative writing and writing their own text. So when I plan to write a unit of work and I would write one around this book because it's such a great story. I often will look at the information fluency framework, see if there's something there that has a strong connection or sometimes I will start with the English syllabus and there is the new one K to six. Sometimes I might even start with information processing skills. But for this one, because in the story a book is written towards the end, I jump straight to the English syllabus and the creating written text outcome. Because I think we could get the children to write, I decided probably stage two, Kerry. I think that's going to give us more options for exploring the written text. I think so too. I mean, we could do it a little bit with the stage ones, but definitely stage two and stage three. Probably with stage one, we'd explore character. Yep. But to get them to write. Exactly. It has to be older. So we'd be looking at getting them to write their own uh, fiction story, their narrative, and then going down to the outcome where we say understanding and responding to, t- um, to literature, the mentor concept of narrative and also character. So with that in mind, I then went back to my information fluency framework and in the literate element, and it's information fluency framework 2L.3, so it's a creative outcome, they have there that we would get children to ask relevant questions to find out others' ideas, thoughts and feelings. Now, the reason I've linked it to that is because once we get our children to write the story, it's really important to ask them to go and get some feedback on it, to open their mind to the fact that a piece of work can be enriched and enhanced if we talk to other people and and listen to what others have to say. Now, that doesn't mean we accept every piece of advice. We're trying to get them to be a little bit confident about their own opinion, but it's important that they do at least hear what other people have to say and then decide to accept or discard. And I always say that it's your right to do that. Now, knowing that I'm getting them to write and I'm getting them to start thinking about feedback and reflecting on their work, I would move across to my information processing skills checklist and say, If they're going to be giving feedback, what skills do they need? Mm. They need to be able to be a listener. They need to know how to give advice politely and 
um, whether or not knowing what fact an opinion is and understanding that they're offering an opinion. So that to me fitted together really nicely. Now I have no experience in being an author or creative writer but you do, Kerry, you are a writer. So you have worked through this process. We're actually asking the children to work through. So give us some of your amazing insight as a writer. Put us in the picture. I love the way you think that it's amazing insight. It's, it's insight, but um, yes. And this and is hard work. It sounds like uh, a lot of fun. And let's get creative and let's reflect. It's actually, I'm sure, quite a slow, deep process. It is. It is a very slow and a very deep process. But this is exactly what we do as writers. We start to think about our ideas and we put them down on paper, but we need that feedback. And we have to be mindful of the feedback that we give, but it has to be valid and valuable and critical feedback. So you've got to have a bit of a thick skin if you actually want to go into the writing business full time. And I think that's great for kids to know because too often we offer them, oh, well done, that's great, you made an effort. No, we actually want to really fine-tune their skills, don't we? Exactly. And that's what critiquing does for you. And I think that if the children can gain that skill and be able to give feedback, as I said, a valuable, valid and um, critical feedback without being mean about it and, and knowing that you need that to make the story go further because just because you write it once doesn't mean that it's the fantastic story that's going to be published and read by everybody everywhere in the world. It's far from that fact. Normally stories take, if not tens, twenties, sometimes more 50 drafts before you can actually get it correct and get it to that stage where, yes, people may want to read this. So there's resilience. There's a lot of resilience and there's a lot of <laughs> persistence. <laughs> and as we say to the children often, give two stars and a wish. Say two nice things. Do you do that as adults when you're critiquing? Do you offer? We do. Yeah. So it's like that sandwich method yes, where yes. you start off with something good yes. and then you get to the part that's not going to be so good for the, the person receiving the feedback and then you end with something positive. And see, that's going in threes. And we were talking about this book before and talking about writing and that's what writers, especially of picture books, try to do. They they think about the rule of three. If you open your story with your characters and your setting and whatever and then you and you introduce the problem but you only have two goes at solving the problem, then that doesn't seem to be enough. You need to have three problems. Four, five or six seems to be too many. So for some reason, somehow, in human nature, we do it in groups of threes. With the rule of three, it can be three problems, it can be three words, or it can be three characters, but it's it tends to move in threes. And if you think about it, we were talking about logos and slogans earlier on. If you have be happy, be excited, it doesn't flow as well. You as, feel like you're waiting for something else to exactly, come along. Exactly, the third one. And this is what this book does beautifully. One of the things I love about this book is that this new illustrator, Jake, he illustrates these three problems beautifully and he also makes sure that we know that there's the difference between the two characters, between the mother and the daughter and all throughout the daughter is portrayed in the illustrations as being kind of ordered and organised. Precise. Very precise and you pointed out that in, in one illustration she even still has the pencils in her top pocket. In her vest. Yes, in, and it looks like a school uniform actually. It does. But then if you look at the mother – the mother is more creative and more colourful and more chaotic, but that doesn't mean that she can't come up with a solution to the problem, which, as we said at the beginning, was the book week costume. And what was interesting in reading this aloud to the children, the images are big enough 
that they can see what's happening and it holds their attention. But when you go in closer, one-on-one with the book, you start to see the finer details. So it's a really nice balance. And that's what we were talking about even in the opening pages where the, the mother and the daughter are sitting down at the table eating dinner and the daughter is sitting up very properly and she's her bowl of spaghetti is is all inside the bowl, whereas the mum's is a little bit outside the bowl and her side of the table is a little bit more messy. So he's really done a great job at making that stand out in the illustrations, the differences between the two characters. And the other thing that we both liked about this book is if we're looking at writing, what is a book? And I think one of the sequences in this story where the mother says that she'll come up with the solution to the problem after the the rule of three, there have been three things that they've tried but it hasn't worked for the child, and she's going, no, no, there's no book like that. No, we can't do that. So the mum then goes and writes a book of her own And in the morning, she presents it to the child and the child says, what's this? And mum says, it's a book. But she says, no, it isn't. But then the mother says, well, does it have this? Does it have that? Does it have this? And what is a book? And at the end, she says, then it's a book. So then they go about making the the costume to go with that. I don't have time this year because I've only come to this book now to say to the staff, Get your kids to write a story and come dressed as their character Mm. for book week. I would definitely be doing that next year. I I will. I think it's just such a clever idea to allow the children to develop character and become writers. Exactly. And think about what is a book? How do we do it? What is the rule of three? Can Can we incorporate that into our writing? And then, as we said before, talk about the feedback and the critiquing and develop those skills within our students. And there's, I think the characters are so rich in this, the mum and the daughter. I'd love to see big pictures of them with vocab going around it. And yeah, it's, uh, it was a delight to read and I think you'll really enjoy exploring it with your children. 